I'm John Miller, and this is Locked on Mizzou, your destination for partisan Missouri Tigers football and basketball talk three days a week. And yes, I am stretching the definition of a week here by recording episode number two late here on a Friday night, but you got to forgive me. I'm moving into one house, trying to sell another. It's been wild, but you know what? We still got a good episode for you, and this episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. And you know what? Even though we are in the off season, of course, still plenty of Mizzou talk to get to, including some Gary Pinkle news, a Missouri Tiger basketball player is on the move, but you know what? Possibly we'll get to some more topics too, time permitting, of course, but you know what? We we should start on the gridiron, another recruit added to the 2021 class. And in this case, it was a guy who was originally part of the 2019 class. Yes, it's Shamar Pearl from Plano, Texas. But yeah, he took a, well, a a two-year detour off to Kansas to go to junior college, as many Mizzou players have before. It seemed like Coffeyville Community College was the big, I don't know, what, what am I trying to say here, the big pipeline, but now it's Garden City Community College seems to be the pipeline for Mizzou. But anyway, it, it's interesting that Mr. Pearl seems to, again, fit the mold of a tall guy. They seem to like height. Now, I don't know. That's probably just a coincidence. Obviously, he committed under Barry Odom initially, but it's 6'5", 235 pounds. You know, one thing that stands out about Mr. Pearl is he does use those Pearl uses those big paws to bat down the ball really nicely. He's got good awareness of of the football, that's for sure. That's one of the best things that you can do if you don't get home as a defensive lineman. If you have the awareness and the ability to time a jump in the air, you give yourself a chance to bat that ball down or at least bother the quarterback. That's a really great quality to have, and that's something that definitely standed out on Pearl's film when I watched it. But, you know, a good get for the Tigers. It seemed like he was maybe flirting with Texas Tech there for a while. I I honestly didn't think the Tigers were going to pull him. That was kind of the feeling I was getting heading into his commitment, his announcement. So, good times. Hey, we definitely need help on the defensive end, so hopefully Shamar Pearl is a guy that, again, will be helpful. And speaking of football recruiting, Missouri has won a couple battles with Alabama lately. Not that we should expect to do that a whole lot, but I actually failed to mention that Ryan Horstkamp, the tight end from Washington, Missouri, that I broke down in pretty good detail here recently, well, he picked up some interest from Alabama, I think possibly even an offer. And, well, fortunately, Horstkamp is was obviously flattered and thrilled to receive said offer, as any kid would be. He's solid to Mizzou, so good for us, good for him, I would say. But, you know, I brought up Alabama actually because they've signed to play with Ohio State in 2027 and 2028 in Columbus, one one in Columbus, one in Tuscaloosa. I mean... Doesn't get any better than that as far as non-conference matchups, does it? So, frankly, in an era where you get so many cream puffs in the non-conference, good for the Buckeyes, good for the Crimson Tide, quite honestly. If you're a college football fan, that's just 
fabulous news, in my humble opinion. That's the kind of game that moves the needle. That's the kind of game that gets the nation interested. And frankly, college football needs more of that. There's too many blowouts. There's too many, you know, not that college football isn't doing great, but, you know, as long as we get through this COVID period, right? My goodness, it just, I don't know. You guys know my opinion on the COVID thing. I'm not going to go into it here, but obviously there's been some news here that's made some people bum out. All I want to say is, is please don't cancel football. Please don't do it. I I just, I don't know if my, my pathetic little brain can take any more of this. My goodness. We need something to do out here, people. And, And honestly, speaking of sports and the other problem with sports right now is frankly, it's starting to get really, really political again. And in my opinion, that's not a great thing. And I, and I know a lot of people will disagree with me, and that's fine. But, but here's, here's my point. Here's what I'm trying to get at. It's not so much what the causes are about. It really isn't. It's just that there is life outside of the political realm, and there's just so much of our lives have now become politicized. And there's just so – believe me, I have political opinions. I have no interest in burying my head in the sand on any serious topics. But in my life, there's a lot that I have interest in other than that. I don't know about you. I'm sure that that's true to you, too. And like you, I only get one life. And I refuse to spend my entire life being bummed out. And that's what a lot of news media and political media in particular has become. And frankly, if sports ceases to be an escape from all that, it's going to cease being special. And sports truly is special because it's one of the last things that is sort of a, a thing that brings all of us together, regardless of race and politics and all that good stuff. It's one of the last things that we all just sit down and watch together live. I mean, what else am I supposed to talk about with some rando dude at the car dealership? You know, at least we have sports to talk about. Right now, I got nothing with this guy. I'm not a I'm not a car guy, so I have absolutely nothing. But by golly, I can at least talk about the Cardinals, even if I'm not a huge Cardinals fan. I, I can talk your ear off about them. So basically what I'm saying is, is sports don't become like late-night television. Now, there's something that's become highly politicized, and it's not exactly like Johnny Carson anymore, is it? Again, it's not the huge monoculture. It's not even like Leno and Letterman. You know, I I like Jimmy Kimmel. I really do. And I actually used to be a really big Stephen Colbert fan to the point where I went and saw him in New York live, the old Colbert rapport about 12 years ago or something. But man, those guys have just, they've shrank their own audience, quite frankly, just collectively for just going a little bit too hard on the political stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. You can make fun of the president. You can make fun of senators, whoever you want. But when it just becomes outwardly, outworldly, maybe I can say that word if I tried over and over again, just explicitly political, it just gets old to people. And I, I just would warn sports, be really, really careful or you're going to shrink your audience dramatically. All right. I want to tell you guys all about my thoughts regarding Gary Pinkle being nominated for the College Football Hall of Fame. But first, I want to tell you all about rockauto.com. You know, with the ever-increasing numbers of car makes like Fiat, Kia, 
all kinds of stuff that didn't exist, models like, well, frankly, my wife is interested in the Hyundai Palisade, their new SUV. So, hey, yet another make and model. Kind of gets overwhelming sometimes. And frankly, with all that stuff, that makes it impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, hey, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? Or countermen ordering stuff at the computer, waiting on them, choosing the only brand in the warehouse that they happen to carry. Well, at rockauto.com, you've got all the selection you could ever need. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you will ever need. RockAuto.com Well, again, Gary Pinkle, now a nominee officially for the College Football Hall of Fame. And, well, the question, I guess, becomes... Is Gary going to make it in, and also, does he deserve to be in? Well, I'll leave the first one to the experts. I guess my instinct would be, I I don't think he is going to get in, because even as a giant Mizzou fan, I'm not sure that Gary deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, though I think the nomination is, frankly, an awesome honor in itself, as maybe bad as that sounds, you know, a lot of people... The joke at the Oscars, of course, it's almost become a cliche to say, oh, well, it's just an honor to be nominated. And in this case, I think it's really true. I think it kind of, in a lot of ways, justifies, puts a cap on, puts a nice bow on Gary Pinkle's entire career. But, you know, without ever actually winning a conference championship at the big time level, I just can't see him actually getting voted in. And God love you, Gary. You're the man. And certainly he deserves to be in the Mizzou Hall of Fame. Certainly he deserves a statue, whatever honors we can bestow upon him, because he certainly turned that program around in a really dramatic way. So honestly, if he gets voted in, hey, congratulations to him. I'm not going to be mad about it whatsoever. And you know what? Speaking of Gary, there's, of course, the whole Chuba Hubbard situation the situation where he got upset with Mike Gundy and essentially threatened to quit the team if, well, changes weren't made based on, well, Mike Gundy wearing an OAN News Network t-shirt. You don't really need me to recap this, right? I'm sure you've all heard about it. It's Again, we've gotten into the political realm, that, that story. So the thing is, I think this whole situation just shows what an impossible situation that Gary Pinkle was unfortunately put in in his last season, what he knew was always going to be his last season because of his cancer diagnosis. It just was a bummer that it had to end that way under the, you know, under the protests of 2015. Again, I don't need to rehash all of that for all of you if you're listening to this podcast. But again, a lot of people are got were upset and still are upset at Gary Pinkle, Mizzou fans who felt like they they sort of sold out Mizzou fans or just Mizzou in general by siding with the players as if, you know, they took that as, oh, all of us, oh, so all of us are racists or, you know, whatever people thought. The point was is people got mad and have still are still mad about it. There's still a, 
a decent, significant chunk of the fan base that may not have come back because of that. And But at the same time, what was Gary Pinkle supposed to do? Was he supposed to go against the players that wanted to protest what they felt was racist activity on campus? I mean, what would that have looked like just in terms of PR? I mean, what would have that have done to the football program? I mean, you can see the position that Mike Gundy was put in this week. Again, just a total no-win situation. And frankly, I think Gary Pinkle handled it about in the best way and about the only way that he could have, if we're being realistic. You know, again, it's sports. You don't want your football coach taking super strong public political stances all the time because, again, it's going to ruin the fun of what sports is. That's just my humble opinion. And by the way, since I was just talking about Gary Pinkle, it reminded me of DeQuincy Howard, who served as a police officer, Ferguson, Missouri. Just a a good piece from Dave Matter in the Post-Dispatch in the last couple days. Definitely encourage all of you to check that out. It's worth worth subscribing for the month just to see that piece alone. I just thought, you know, DeQuincy is no longer a police officer. In fact, he's a high school football coach. So good for him, but he spent a few years on, you know, behind the badge, as it were, as an actual police officer. And yeah, he was in the in the mess in Ferguson, in the action, so in the fray, if you will. And uh, yeah, he's got some interesting stories and interesting perspective and, you know, obviously a good dude. So whatever you think of the police officers, definitely give that story a read. Good work, very strong work from Dave Matter, for sure, on that one. And of course, if you want to make another excellent choice, naturally you should go to BuiltBar.com, where you know if you use the promo code Locked On, you get $10 off your first bar. But what you didn't know is that right now at BuiltBar.com, you can get up to 50% off of everything. Yes, that's right, up to 50% off everything in the store. They're having a massive sale right now. You've also heard me talk a lot about getting a variety pack. Well, you can build your own box, choose the flavors you want, in your 18-bar mixed box. So once again, go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get $10 off your first order. Again, that's promo code Locked On for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. And coming up, we'll talk about Axel Okongo and his decision to transfer from Mizzou. Well, it certainly gives me no joy to report that Axel Okongo... Didn't work out at Missouri and is now transferring by entering the the good old transfer portal. We're not not sure where Mr. Okongo is going to end up just yet, but I I do have to say, recently I've been doing a lot of football breakdowns and I keep asking myself, am I ever going to not like one of these guys? Am I just way too optimistic by nature? You know, it started with Tyler Macon, the quarterback from East St. Louis, who I remain a very big fan of, and well, the news just broke that he actually made the Elite 11 Finals, so good for him. That shows that, obviously, I'm not the only one who thinks he's a heck of a prospect, and clearly Eli Drinkwitz is a fan, too, and I don't know. I just have a feeling that Tyler Macon is going to end up being one to remember at Mizzou, so you heard it here first. Don't forget that, but anyway, my point was, again, 
I kept thinking, am I ever going to not like one of these guys? Even even Anton Brookshire, the kid from Springfield, who's a basketball player. Well, he shot up the rankings too, so maybe I was on to something there as well. But I will say, on my podcast, once Mizzou signed Axel Okongo, and I saw his junior college film, I did say on this show, I don't get it. What's going on here? Like, where is, where's the fluidity? Where's the, where's the movement? Where's the athleticism? Quite honestly, I I just didn't see it at all with Okongo and well, two field goal attempts later, it sure seems like I had that one correct. So lest you think I'm only 100% optimistic on these guys. Well, I had no optimism in Okongo just on looking at his very brief junior college film and well I'm taking a W there now of course the immediate question becomes what will Mizzou do with this extra scholarship considering Okongo transferred in mid-June you might be thinking gosh they probably there's a decent chance they have somebody they have their eyes on somebody right because that's an unusual time to transfer for sure although to be fair, everything is unusual in our world right now, isn't it? So maybe I should just take it at face value. But gosh, you would think there are definitely guys on the market, so you would think maybe there's there's something there. Where there's smoke, there's fire, as they say. I know Blake Henson is now on the market. He's a guy who played at Ole Miss and definitely took a visit to Columbia, so maybe maybe there's a fit there. I could certainly see that. We could certainly use a combo forward style player like Blake Henson. He's been, he was probably their, at least their third best player last year, in my humble opinion. So he'd be an interesting fit, but who knows? There's lots of guys out there who could potentially be on the market. So we'll just have to wait and see. But definitely don't wait and see about Locked On the NFL. You should definitely check out that podcast right now on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Heck, anywhere you find your wonderful podcasts. And so with all that being said, thanks for joining me today. Again, I'm sorry these have been a little late this week. I'm going to try very, very hard to find some time for episode three on Saturday. So I'll see you guys then, right here on Locked on Mizzou. (laughs) 